Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Today feels like a very intuitive day to me. Uh, and I've got one of my really dear friends and intuitive master, uh, Gloria Coppola, with us today. And we're going to be talking about the beauty of intuition. Now, I know we all have that moment where we have that feeling or that women's intuition, as we call it, or sometimes we say it just didn't feel right. Or, you know, I have this gut feeling going on that that, you know, led me in a different direction. But what does that really mean? And how do we then decipher that down to where we can all understand it and then be, be, be able to utilize our intuition to its greatest extent? Um, Gloria Coppola, my guest today, she's a life coach, author, motivational speaker, and I am calling her an intuitive master. And we're going to go internal and we're going to discover what this GPS system that we all have um, and how to access it so that we can live the most amazing and beautiful life. So welcome, Gloria. Well, hello, Bonnie. I'm looking at your sign behind you and the BU stands out. And that's what it's about today. It is. It is about being you. And I think sometimes we go outside of ourselves thinking that the answers are out there. That's right. But I think you know better, right? As an intuitive master, (laughs) I think that you know better where the answers are. So I'm very excited to be able to dive into this conversation today. And I was, and it's funny, you know, I, I, there's always these moments where it's like the next guest on my show, something usually happens that prior week that makes it totally synchronistic. And I don't say coincidence because I don't believe in coincidence, but totally synchronistic. And last week when I was talking with Natasha Bala on the show, we were talking about some health and beauty tips. um, And she had mentioned, and she says, you know, the thing is, is that in regards to our health, we know intuitively what to do if we're willing to really listen. And I, and it was like, I said, perfect, because next week guess is all about tapping into that intuition. So yeah. Gloria, I know I kind of did a little brief bio of you, but if you would give us the opportunity to share so much more about you and the story of Gloria and kind of how you came to be um, understanding and really being able to go deep enough within yourself to be able to tap into your intuition fully. Okay, I can do that. Well, you know, I remember being intuitive as far back as I can go, even as a little child. And I was fortunate that I had a mother that actually supported and encouraged my insights because she also had them. Mm. And as a coach, you know, I hear people all the time say, I'm not intuitive, you know, even friends will say it. But we all have that because it is a survival mechanism that we have a right to know what's going to happen, you know, around us, to us, and for us. And so, you know, for me, I I always tapped into it. But then when I was like a preteen, I kind of stopped because I was being made fun of. And that's where a lot of people lose that sense of who they are when someone begins to make fun of them and someone begins to say, you're crazy or that makes no sense. But you know what? The more that I talk to people over, you know, like 40 years in my career, um, the more I realize everybody's got it. And if we can just quiet our mind, 
Okay. And just be present. It will show up. It will be there. And so I've used it um, in my personal life, obviously. I've used it as a mother. They say mother's intuition, but dads Mm -hmm. have it too, right? Um, I've used it in business to guide me uh, even years ago. You know, um, I was a massage therapist many, many years ago after being a business manager for a long time. And people kept asking me about like a holistic center, where to go. And I was taking them, you know, telling them where to go. And my intuition kept saying, you need to do this. You need to open up this center. And I'm thinking I'm only one year into my own business as an entrepreneur. And so what happens is when we get these feelings and these insights and this knowing, if we go into our linear mind and we start thinking about it all, we may stop ourselves in trusting that intuitive process. And so I kind of did that for a while because I had all these excuses running through my head on why I can't versus what can I do. And I think that's really common for people mm-hmm. that they will immediately you know, stop the process of the intuition of the knowing of the guidance and go into the linear mind and say, well, I can't do that because or... No, I, I can't trust that. I don't, I don't know where that voice is coming from or that feeling is coming from. So we tell ourselves a lot of things like that. So here I am listening to everybody say, you should do it. So what happens is if we're not listening, we usually get a knock on the head a few times. We usually have, like you said, synchronicities happening in our life to keep telling us this is the direction you should be going. Pay attention. And so, you know, universe, God, whatever people, you know, resonate with most will be guiding you, you know, but we have to listen. And so I finally listened and I was looking around for places, but everything was too expensive. And so I thought, uh, this isn't going to happen. I went right up there. This isn't going to happen. And I heard, go to the place that you looked at with your former boss when I was the business manager. And I thought, really? So I did. I went. And he had a lot of vacant spaces. And when I began to talk to him about my idea, which 30 something years ago was really far out, you know, to have a holistic center. And I never really asked people for things in life, like, you know, well, I need this help or I need that help. But my intuition kept saying, have him make a deal with you. Ask him for what you really need. And so I told him my position, what I was looking for, and that I needed three months free rent. And I needed him to redesign some of the rooms so that I could have sinks and stuff. And I wanted him to pay for it. Now, Mm. every other place I went to would not go for that, of course, right? He looked at me and he said, sure, I can do that for you. And like, I was like, wow, I'm glad I trusted that. I'm glad I trusted that. So it took him several months to get it all ready. He didn't charge me any rent while he was working on the place. And then he gave me the three months free. And the place boomed. People kept telling me, you know, Don't go big, don't this, don't that. But my intuition kept telling me, yes, get the larger space. And then in six months, my intuition told me again, take the the space next to you. It's time. And people would tell me, no, it's not. You're not even in business for a year. But I took it and it kept growing. So this is where, you know, when we really hone in and we're clear, like we discern what your voice is talking to us, what feeling is coming through. Is it all the old voices that say you can't do something and all the reasons why? Or are you really feeling deep down in your gut, in your heart, that this is the way you need to go? Oh, I love that. And 
um, you know, you referenced it that like you heard something, like something is literally speaking to you. And I think that's a bit foreign for a lot of people to understand. Like, I feel that I have more of that uh, auditory. Like, I feel like something stops me. I hear something and I just kind of, I, I become very still and I listen to it. Right. Um, it doesn't show up as pictures for me. It's, um, it, it, yes, it's a feeling, but because we're so busy and active and constantly on the go, the feeling kind of like is hard for me to recognize, but somehow the audio part of what happens to me is much easier. And that sounds like, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And a lot of times we can't feel it because like you're saying, we're so busy, we're running, you know, we're doing a lot of different things and we could be under stress too. So we're not so sure, you know, what's happening. But here's what I'm going to tell you, Bonnie, everybody gets that information a different way. Yes. So some people do get it through feeling. Some do get it through what we call clear audience. Okay. Some people get it, you know, in their throat, in their gut, in their heart. So really the process is learning to identify where this information comes in for you and then learning how to trust it. Yes. Yeah. Cause I know that the other people that I talk to, they definitely feel it. It's like, I feel it. I don't argue it at all. Like the minute I get that feeling, I'm so in tune with recognizing it. Exactly. And it's, we talk about this, you know, this intuition and, and, you know, I think what you're saying is that we all have it, but we're so busy and we're, and I loved when you referenced that we're being logical, we're logically trying to uh, argue it almost. Exactly. Well, that we're having an argument with our intuition because, oh, that's not going to work. I can't get this. I've only been in business for a year. Right. Well, look at look at our structure in, in schools and everything, okay? We are taught to work with our linear mind. There is not many schools I can even think of that encourage a child to use the other part of their brain because we do have that part, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's not like it gets made up and crazy. It's there. But we're taught systems. We're taught how to resolve problems. And so think about it, what you just said. You go immediately into thought, how is this going to work? How are you going to map this out? And you know what I, what I find interesting, too, is like people that are trying to reach goals and business and all, they're doing that same linear kind of thing. And often, they're not really tapping into the intuitive side as well, like I did with this case, where, where is my business going to be versus where I thought it was going to be. And so when you allow both sides of your brain actually to come into balance, you can use both because we have to be practical too, right? And we need certain linear things like the how-to in this world. But for me, I've gotten so far away from that that sometimes I need people like you to say, hey, there's a system here. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, obviously the whole world was has been watching these young Thai boys, this soccer team that got trapped in the cave. And, you know, 10 days, 11 days, I think it was like up to 14 days before they all finally got rescued. Um, And they're now starting to share the stories of what was going on in there. And I'm telling you, it was probably the biggest story and it got overlooked and and just kind of like flattened out the second they said it. But one of the things that they said was that the coach was, had been a monk and he had learned meditation skills 
And so when the kids were panicking, crying, hungry, thirsty, like all of those normal human things that start to happen to us in those tragic times, he started teaching them to be able to meditate and relax. And I really attribute the success of all of their survival based on that coach probably providing some of those skills. Yes, the rescue team did a fantastic job. And, but I mean, we're talking about, you know, nine to 15 year old kids stuck in a dark cave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all sorts of things start going through your head. Right. So thank God they had that monk there. Yeah. It can help them, you know, bring them into a center, bring them into a calm place because I didn't watch the news. Okay. I didn't, follow any of that to be honest with you I heard about it but I didn't I don't pay attention to news because sometimes it's skewed but I went inside like he taught them and I felt no harm I felt that you know and yet every day it was still out there and yet my feeling inside was they're okay so what he did for them was a real gift it and was, it yeah. was, I think it was a survival gift. Absolutely. I, mean, I think there was really a level of survival because he was able to work with them and support them in being able to quiet the mind, get right. the rest that they needed to sustain themselves. Otherwise you go into anxiety and panic and logic, <laughs> you know, you're trapped in a dark Absolutely. cave, with no food or water. Um, you know, you can spin completely out of control. And then that's where you lose that ability to be able to have the right survivor skills. So absolutely. You so know, intuition I is a big part of us surviving, but we're, we're, yeah. we're kind of not tapping into it. Right. So I do something similar with my coaching clients when they're panicking about their next step. And I take them into a meditation. All right. And we clear what's called the central channel, you know, up and down the spine. And then we, we take it down into the earth to get connect, to get grounded. And then we open up what we call the crown chakra up into higher wisdom. Okay. And I will have them first ask certain questions and they always go into linear mind because Mm -hmm. that's where they're operating from. And so they can't get the answers. The minute I ask the question, which takes them over to their intuitive mind, a lot of them go blank because they haven't tapped into that, you know, in a really long time. And so they're like, there's nothing there. There's actually something there. We just need to help them find it and attune to it and trust it. And I think that people fear going into that space of true stillness because um, there's the unknown Mm -hmm. and it does, you know, it, it does create feelings. And at first feelings can be uh, fearful and frightening. Yeah, because you like you said, you don't know what's on the other side. It's yeah, like you, you know, don't there, know what's on the other there's side. There's a man on the other side, yeah. <laughs> like, right? Um, I know we're gonna we're really gonna get very close to when we get into this next segment. We're gonna talk about ways to be able to uh, uncover and really, you know, tap into that intuitiveness that you have. Um, but I I'd love to hear before we do go to break because we've got a few minutes here. I'd love to hear a story of. You know, like when was that moment that your intuition really was like stand out? And at that point, you didn't ever question it again. Well, interestingly enough, that was about 10 years ago. Okay. It went to another level. I was sitting in my living room. I had moved back from Hawaii and I was in North Carolina. And I was, again, hearing messages um, and I was just writing them down. And what evolved out of that is um, actually some beautiful cards that all had to do with the wisdom from the Hawaiian culture that I learned. And these messages that were coming through 
were not just the meanings of the words. They were actually the deeper meanings that the kahuna talk about. Now, my initial reaction was, I'm not going to make anything with these. I was just writing them down. And someone said, well, make greeting cards. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess. And then they said, well, we can put your painting on the back of, of Pele, you know, the goddess Pele. And I was like, yeah, I guess. But then they got off the phone with me and, and I had a total of 31 messages. And they said, oh, my gosh, let's make a deck of like inspirational cards. And I immediately went stop in my head for a second because I associated with religious belief systems, right? Like, oh, God, you're not psychic. you know. <laughs> and this is really the journey of what made me what we were talking about earlier before we came on the show of the level of intuition and where it goes and what psychic really is. But needless to say, these beautiful cards were manifested. They were created through somebody else's um, feeling and trust in what I was providing. And 30 days later, they were on my doorstep. And a lot unfolded after that, that opened me up even more to a higher level of intuition. So wow. it took me took me a lot of years to really get to that level of trust. And when I was being told a few months later to give a reading to my students at a Vision Quest training, the first thing that I said was, I don't do readings. And you know what I heard? You're right, but you listen. Mm, but if you listen, then you can speak from that listening. Right. Just right. like anybody can, whether it's for yourself or whether it's being able to support another. Right. And that's where I finally accepted it because the words made sense to me with my upbringing. I accepted it. It grew from that point. And now that ability is even more heightened. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, we've got some good followers here on our Facebook live feed um, and we're getting ready to go on a break and everything. But I want to ask all my listeners and everybody that's on Facebook live, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how intuitive do you think you are right now? And then we're going to figure out how to be able to increase that to get that to the maximum level. Um, and I'm, I'm right there with you. I think I'm kind of in that seven, eight, but I still find myself, you know, when circumstances happen in life, I still find myself kind of going back to, oh, I can't do that. Um, and yet something keeps propelling me forward. So where are you at on a scale of one to 10? on your intuition. If you're on Facebook live with me, go ahead and pop it into the message box and let's kind of see where you're at with your intuition. Um, and then we're going to take a break. Um, and when we come back, Lori is going to talk with us about ways that we can get uh, really, 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 really trust. Cause that's, I think the key word here is trust that intuition. Um, and as always people, everybody find me on my uh on my all of my social channels, so Bonnie uh, Bonadeo, or you can go to Beauty Inside and Out Show. Um, you can find me in those two places because I always have free gifts and opportunities. And if you're interested in being a guest, there's opportunities for you as well. All right, we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal. 
Finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. We are back live here on Facebook Live on Bonnie Bonadeo page, but we're also live on Voice America Network. Um, And I am here every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, And we're all about beauty from the inside out. And I'm telling you, I've never had so much fun in my life than doing these shows because we're talking everything from eyelash extensions to now, today, we're talking about intuition. So my guest, Gloria Coppola, is here with us, and she is going to share with us in this segment ways that we can trust our intuition a little bit more. And um, uh, before we went to break, I had asked everybody, where do you think you are um, on a scale of one to 10 with being and really trusting your intuition? And I said I was probably like between a seven and an eight at times. Um, I always... You know, it's tw- hindsight is twenty twenty expression, right? Mm-hmm. I felt it. I knew it. I should have done it, and I didn't. And then, of course, I really then understood the message I was trying to get. Yep, that's uh, how it works. <laughs> yeah, isn't it how it works? Now, somebody asked a really good question. You had brought this up before we started the show today. What's the difference between intuition and psych- being psychic? Okay. Well, they're actually just different levels of being intuitive, okay? And that's why when I was sharing with you earlier about the cards and not wanting to go there in that woo-woo state that my belief system when I was little taught me about, you know, oh gosh, I'm not psychic because that means you're a witch, Gloria, right? Or you're channeling Mm. evil stuff. But really when you're intuitive, you know, all of you that are, you know, trusting your intuition more, more of it opens. And the more that you begin to fine tune that skill and pay attention and get quiet and do meditation and spend more time in nature to be aware, your awareness level heightens. Now, 
I happen to have um, psychic dreams, and that's been since childhood. I will see things that happen on this planet and to family members and loved ones. I will know things. Sometimes I don't want to know them. When I was younger, I'm like, this is a curse until I learned how to accept, receive it, and that it's actually a gift. So those that have psychic abilities are just heightened levels of intuition. And some of us will want to go and develop it more like I have. And others might be afraid, again, like, you know, it could be belief systems or, you know, religious, you know, dogmas that have stopped them from going into that level. But you have to remember, our brains have a humongous capacity of things that it can do that we don't even know yet. Because what are scientists saying now? We're somewhere between 8 and 10% of utilizing our brain. So imagine yeah. the insights and information and things and the possibilities if we start developing more things that it can do. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Now, I, I wore my turtle today because <laughs> one of the, one of the, I had this moment where I was completely in love and fascinated with the process that happened. And I, and it wasn't planned. It was just very random. And I have turtles all around my office as well. But uh, I was in Puerto Vallarta and um, there was this area that they had kind of closed off, but they were start, people were starting to walk over there and we were curious what's going on, what's going on. Well, they had all of these turtle eggs and they were hatching and they had been watching it very closely. And these turtles were breaking out of their little shell and were then, you know, coming around and instinctively they knew to get to the ocean as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know which way is north, south, east, and west. They don't know the difference between sand, water, and land. They don't, I mean, logically, they don't know any of that stuff. And yet the minute that they came out of their shell, they just knew to get to the water. And then, of course, everybody was kind of surrounding them to be able to make sure that that path to them to get to the water they could do because otherwise the birds come get them and all of that horrible stuff. And I was, I just was fascinated at watching them. They just knew the path to go. And, and, so, that, and that's that survival mechanism that we talked about. It is survival mechanism. Yes. So we have this too. We yes, certainly we do. have this. Yes, we do. Let's, let's start with what's stopping us from not being able to tap into it. And then, Gloria, let's go to how we can tap into it. Okay. So some of the things that stop us are really, you know, the voice of doubt that people have told mm-hmm. us things along our life. It could also be different traumatic things that we've had happen as a child. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember studying with um, an author, Anna Dea Judith, who has the sevenfold journey about the chakra system, which I highly recommend to people because it will help bring more clarity in a lot of different areas of your life. And she was addressing this exact question. And she said, a lot of times it gets shut off because there's such a traumatic experience yeah. in one's life at a young age that they don't want to see or know anything else. And so, therefore, they don't feel that they have that to give at all, okay? So that's one of the extreme reasons. The others are religious belief systems, you know, uh, the devil's speaking to you, you know? And then just that feeling of not being accepted for who you are, which is a huge one because we all want to be accepted and loved, right? You know? And then you have your, maybe your family members or your classmates telling you, you're weird, you're crazy, you're the, I mean, I've heard every name (laughs) called to me, you know, in my lifetime. And it has taken a lot of tenacity for me to kind of like Wonder Woman, keep shielding that off and not doubting. So we have to identify, you know, where it comes from, all right. And most often it's a doubt 
for most people of what has happened in our surroundings. Yeah, a doubt or an experience that left us not trusting our own mm-hmm. level of judgment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's, I, I, well, I sense that one. Another one, too, that's real big is when children are lied to, all right, and then they don't know what's real and what's a lie. And a lot of times those lies are to protect them, but then the reality of it gets shown to them maybe a year or two or 10 years later, and now they don't know what to trust either. So they don't trust themselves. Yeah. Please tell me we're not talking about Santa Claus here. Uh, Santa Claus comes to me every day. Or the Easter Bunny. Or Cupid. (laughs) I still want to believe in all of those things. I do. I do. I believe in them. I loved what you shared, though, is that when you said you became this teenager, that people started saying you were weird and you started then conforming to be less weird. Which was Not really. really <laughs> a little bit. More. And, I, and I see that being a very, it's a very critical time. And I know that our young, our, our young, you know, that teenage and that tween years right now, I mean, that's why it's so difficult to kind of navigate exactly. through those years exactly. is because we really do feel like we have to conform to logic, to linear learning, to trusting other people over ourselves. And then it takes us a while to kind of get back to us. Yes, it does. Yes, yeah. It does. Yeah. Because you're, you know, you're in that age and now you're going to be going through high school and get ready to graduate and you have people probably, you know, asking you constantly, what are you going to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, I'm fine flying my broom. Like, do I need to do anything else? <laughs> you know, and they're again, still training you towards a certain path that requires yeah. structure and systems. And so if that's the way you go, and then let's say you pick a career where you really have to study a lot of systems like let's say a doctor has to study all the anatomical yeah. and physiological you know uh, systems then you know right so you think about these jobs these careers that we take that keep us in there now doesn't mean you can't use both but you have to be w- willing to take the time to let both sides of your brain work they should be equal and balanced so that you know the proper systems that are going to work for what you're guided to okay and where you can get your help if you're not trusting yourself completely, all right? But we tend to lean one way or the other. Not many people, when they're first starting out, have that that balance. So it is something we have to develop over time. And we have to undo some of the linear thinking along the way. Yes, that's so true. We have to unlearn, um, like, the way that we source or think that we have to source information instead of intuitively listening to ourselves. It's, now, that's why so many people have a hard time meditating. Oh, yeah. They, they're in the yeah. thinking mind. They're like oh, thinking about everything they have to do. They have their list of stuff, you know. It's, it's so, so hard. But I, I love when, uh, and I follow a lot of Deepak Chopra's meditations. Because yeah. for, for whatever reason, his voice and, and how he prepares them, I can get into those meditations and I can really get to a place that that supports me. Um, but I love how he even admits and he's like, you know, I don't, I, I'm not in some transcendent, you know, thing every single time. He goes, it's a struggle for me too, but I practice every day and mm-hmm. learn to be able to tap into it or recognize when I'm there. You know, there's a saying when I studied, uh, I studied with shaman all over the world in Kahuna, and I was talking to a Kahuna when I was in Hawaii living there, and they talk about living in both worlds. 
And that's really living in both sides of your brain. It's true. And it's living externally, human-wise, and it's living internally as this kind of more spirit-soul-wise. Yeah. Because we know there's a knowing. There is a and knowing. We have to we have to really get into that knowing. Now, I want to ask you this question here because um, I think it does have some factors. Because I know not only are you a master intuitive, you're a massage therapist, uh, a loma loma specialist, um, a you know lifestyle coach. You're, you you have a lot of different um, uh, titles that you tap into, but you also really are about health. And I feel like the reasons why sometimes we can't get to where we go is because we're not eating well and or we're supplementing in ways that are taking us away from being able to feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my whole journey has been about health and wellness my whole life. That's why I've done all these different things. And the health coaching aspect was one of them. And it is true. I always felt intuitively as a child that Alcohol and drugs would, in some way, at the time I didn't know, in some way affect my abilities. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, I began to witness certain things with people and, and what would happen to them after using, you know, whatever they, they decided to take. And over time, including, you know, my one husband who had many addictions over his life and eventually addiction to narcotic painkillers, he also talked to me about what altering his reality did and how the older he got, the more challenges. Now, some people will debate that and say, oh, but there's some things like ayahuasca and peyote and all, and they open this up. But so does breath work. So does breath work. Okay. Like holotropic breath work and stuff. And so, you know, yeah, but you could have these wonderful hallucinations. Well, I have them (laughs) without all that stuff. Okay. But here's what I learned. And I've witnessed this even with a dear friend. If we use different substances and it's not in the right situation with the right control, with the person that can guide you, you can literally lose your mind. And so I caution people all the time about trying all these different substances, herbal or not, because you need a guide. You need an experienced guide to take you through something like that. Right. Okay. I've also seen um, and worked with a lot of people that used alcohol and drugs in their in their teenage years and early adulthood that constantly felt like something was always there other than themselves. Well, I don't have the proof on this, but I know that there are theories that when when you're in that altered state, other gateways open. And so that makes sense to me if I'm tapping into a higher intuition that opens. But what about other energies that are out there that are looking for a home? So some oh, people, yeah, and you know, and that's a whole nother belief system whole nother as well. System. But there's truth to that. It's like what what are you opening yourself up to? Trusting exactly. yourself or trusting something else? Exactly. Whether it's a substance. So when we look at diet and we look at all, you know, that, that we're 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 a country here in America that is heavily medicated, prescribed medication. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you can't. I don't think you can really tap into that true intuitiveness under those circumstances. And that's the kind of work that I feel like life coaches like yourself and I and others, I think that's the arena that has so much power to be able to heal people and have them get that sense of it. So absolutely, um, I have a question here from one of our listeners. Um, and it was, uh, 
Do you think that um, if there was any sexual abuse in the past that you can become have a heightened intuition? It could go either way. It can become very heightened or it can be shut down, like when I was talking about earlier, traumatic experiences. So the the spirit, you know, takes on whatever it's going to take on and the determination of, of that person in that time will go one way or the other. So some will totally shut down to everything to the point I used to... I've, I used to work with a lot of sexually abused women years ago in my practice, and a beautiful gift that gave, they gave to me over the involvement of their treatments was they were totally shut down, even in their bodies, and didn't even know until they, they began to awaken senses that I was actually touching them. And there's a lot of stuff I could tell you about that, but we'd need a whole other show. So in that case, they shut it down physically and intuitively. Other people go the opposite direction, and they're so heightened that they don't, they don't just pick up on their own stuff. They're picking up on everybody's stuff, and they become very empathic. And then, then they have to learn how to create certain boundaries so that they're not taking in all this stuff that's around them. So it can go either way. And that's yeah. when you know we were talking about chakras briefly earlier. When a chakra is out of balance, it could be too much energy or too little. And that's what determines on how you're utilizing the different gifts that we have. And then that sets the balance. And when we're in balance, our intuition has so much more power to give. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what was that book? I want to post that on here before we take another. Oh, book. yeah. The Sevenfold Journey, it's called. The Sevenfold. Sevenfold yep. The number Sevenfold Journey. Um, she's an amazing woman. She teaches online courses and she travels around. Um, her name is Anadea, A-N-O-D-E-A. And her last name is Judith. And Perfect. I, yeah, and that's a book that it's like a workbook. And I recommend that to my students, my coaching clients. If they're looking for ways to create balance in their life, I tell them, take one chapter a month, a month. Don't just fly through it. Do it a month and actually apply it into your life. And over seven months, you're going to notice a lot more things have shifted and that you've become aware of because all of this is about awareness. It is. And I think that's I, I think that's the key word right there is, you know, really awareness is knowing that it's possible, trusting that you can be safe in it and then experimenting and experiencing it in a way that you know that you can use it over and over and over again. And then it becomes, I think, more part of your life. Right. Than just this like moment of clarity and then it goes away. And then right. moment and of clarity 10 years later and then it goes away. Right. And and throughout the process you learn to discern. Okay. So the clearer you get, the more discerning it becomes. And one of the things I want to encourage people to do is even if you think you're wrong, trust it. Because when we stop ourselves, it's not going to flow. Okay. It's going to always have that feeling of doubt because you didn't speak up and you were afraid of being wrong. Don't be afraid to be wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just let it flow because eventually the more that you trust it, the more that you're going to be accurate. Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. So when we come back into our ne- our next and our final segment here, which this is going way too fast. I know. <laughs> um, I, you know, give us some tips of how we can really tap into it. And then I know you're going to be creating some offers as well for people. And we've mm-hmm. got a free gift that we'll share with everybody too in this final segment as well. But I want everybody as we go to break at this point in time, I want you to think of that one time in your life where you really listened and you trusted your intuition 
um, and it served you well. And uh, recall that memory so we can tap back into that before we go into this next segment here with Gloria Coppola, our master intuitive guest. All right, we'll be right back, everybody. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beauty Inside and Out. My guest, Gloria Coppola, she has wears many, many different hats. Um, but today, it's the intuitive hat that we're talking with her about, and she has a very high level, a master level of an intuition that she's really honed in. And although you shared with us, Gloria, that you really kind of said you started to believe it in such a depth way, it was only 10 years ago, you knew you always had this gift. Um, and while we were at break, um, she was sharing with us uh, to our Facebook Live audience and everything that she had a voice that, you know, she hears it that told her to go to Panama. And, and of course, you know, we're thinking Panama City, Florida, but no, she's talking about Panama, the country. Um, and she, and the voice was sharing that, you know, go there because it's going to bring you to the next level. And you literally booked a flight, went to Panama. And now mind you, it's not like it's, you know, it's not like money or time played no part in this, right? I had the time. I didn't really have the money to put towards something extra, but I knew that it had to be part of the journey. But the funny thing is, I didn't get to just go once. Three months later, I was told to go again. Mm. Okay? So the first doorway, the first time I went, 
um, it, it opened up so much clarity for me on other things and opportunities that came my way. And I thought, okay, that's great. Then I came back and I was working and there was a conference coming up with one of my coaches uh, and it was a dream builders conference. And at that point I'm thinking, even though I have a free ticket from taking the coaching program, again, in the budget, it wasn't there because I had spent all this other money, you know, to do Panama, but I kept being told I had to go to the dream builders conference. So I found a way to make it work and stopped along the way to visit friends and family. And when I got there, I heard again, book a ticket to Panama. And I'm like, oh, come on. I didn't even like it the first time. You want me <laughs> Send me to Fiji or something, right? So I'm at the conference. I'm listening. We're doing all these great you know, insights to heighten your awareness. And I keep hearing that I need to do this. And so each night when we were on break, I was looking for airfares. And they were ridiculous, you know. And I had met a couple of people over there that, you know, I stayed in touch with. And then I'm watching the, the flights and my roommate is like, well, go if it, you know, if something good comes up. So each day goes by at the conference and I keep being told one more thing. So there's a woman that comes up there and she speaks. And I'm not the type of person that goes out and stalks people. If, you know, like, oh, I want to go find that person and talk to them. I don't do that. But I heard find her on Facebook and send her a message. You need to meet her. And I'm like, I don't want to bother her. Right. So see, I go into that part of my head, but I go on Facebook and I find her and I text her. And as soon as I finish texting her, I get told she's not going to respond to you. So in four days, text her again. I'm like, okay. So that night I go up to my room and I'm looking at flights and they had dropped considerably, but I get told this woman's going to come in my life if I click and pay for that, that ticket. Mm -hmm. So it dropped so low that I took it. And someone I knew there said, oh, well, you could stay with me. So I'm like, okay, I'm going back to Panama again. Where it turns out, four days later, I'm home. She gets a hold of me and says, I'm, I, well, I had to text her back. Then she's, the second text says, thank you, because I never come on here. I'm glad that you texted me. So I'm like, I'm glad I listened, right? I later on find out she's a publisher <clears throat> and because I committed to that ticket, she was brought into my life. And yes, I did go to Panama again and more began to open up. And then she introduced me to a writing coach, which I'm working with on my next book. So I would not have met these people if I didn't take all these steps. Now you could say, well, she was up there. You could have met her. Yeah, I could have, yeah. but it would not have aligned the way it did. I may have met her in the hall and stopped and said hello or whatever. But because I trusted the information that was given to me, even when I went to Panama, more insights came, more things from my book came, you know. And then when I came home, I sat with her and she hears my stories all the time. She goes, God, I wish I could hear like you, you yeah. know, because she gets a kick out of it. But we can we just, again, we have to pay so attention. Tell us, tell us some ways we can. What do we need to do to tap into that? Get off, get off social media. Oh, <laughs> no. Get off the distractions, okay? Because when you're distracted, you're not going to be able to listen, all right? Nature for me is my source. It has okay. always been. You know, nature is in perfect harmony as long as we're not messing with it, right? But here's something that came to me on a drive, too. 
you know, when we're tapping into our own intuition and our linear mind wants to, you know, question and plan it and design it, if you look at nature, when I was driving, I was paying attention to this. This is why nature is so important. Nature is random. And as long as we don't interfere with it, it grows in balance and harmony beautifully. It without, just knows what to do. It knows what to do, right? It doesn't have to have anything else because everything's provided here on earth. It's the same thing with our intuition. So you can learn a lot from just being out in nature. And some people have heard about my hibiscus tree who now told me her name is Emily after calling her for months the hibiscus tree. Emily is my meditative practice every morning. I go out there and I communicate with her and I observe and I look at all the new new nuances of her every single day. So I'm heightening my awareness constantly and to what's focusing. happening and focusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The focus that, is yeah. good. So, yeah. is it, so is it really just dedicating time to just being still or creating some focal awareness? That's, that's a, yeah, that's a big part of it. Absolutely. Uh, writing is another one. Just oh, yeah. you know, getting your journal in the morning and as soon as you get up, don't worry about what it, it's going to look like grammatically. Forget about that. Just write. Or if you had a dream and you remember certain parts of it, just put what you remember. We have a tendency to rush so much that we're not taking this information in that our brain has been telling us all night long. And then we could be going you know, two or three days and all of a sudden go, oh, my God, I had that in a dream. Yes, I do. I write down my dreams a lot. I do remember my dreams and I have uh, pretty significant dreams. So I, I write them down as much as I can. And Good. one of the things that um, uh, I read Seth Godin's uh, little marketing blogs every day. And I, I loved the one that he had the other day and it was called a catastrophe jur- journal. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Nobody wants to do this, but I'm telling you, get a catastrophe journal, have it just be that. And seriously put in there these things that are like, you know, who am I, or nobody likes me, or I'm never going to be able to do this, and just get it out, because that's also blocking us from having that intuition, because we're holding on to all these doubts and these yep. thoughts, it's so called, I love the we call it, of that. We call it brain dumping, too, dump brain it out dumping, of your brain, exactly. brain dumping, yes. and especially before meditation, if you're going into meditation, and you think about, oh, I have laundry to do, I have to pick the kids up at three, brain dump it, because the fear is, we're not going to remember, Okay, we want to control everything, right? And so we have that fear. Oh my gosh, I got to remember this. I got to remember this. And you're doing this list in your head. So people will say, I can't meditate. You could if you brain dumped and put it on paper and knew that you could go back to it. Yes, perfect. So do a brain dump, do a catastrophe journal, but but release the doubts and the thoughts that are kind of holding you back from being clearly focused in that. So we have about five minutes left before we have to close out the show. So give us a couple more hints, and then I want to make sure that people know how to find you, and then let's talk about the offers that we're uh, we're sharing today. Okay, so what I'm actually hearing to, to share, okay, right on the spot here intuitively, is to tell people... When you're in nature, we have four elements and then we have spirit, right? To take the time to really connect with each element. And as I think back, I actually did that more than 10 years ago. So see, I was intuitively guided to go spend about a month with each element and it's not easy to do. And what are the elements? You got earth, fire, water, air, and then spirit. Earth, fire, water, air, spirit. Okay. All right. And so if you can attune yourself to what each one of them, 
really feels like and how it works in this world and how it works in harmony, then you get to see how nature works in harmony and you could be part of that and you won't have fear, you know? So a lot of people don't trust intuition because they have fear. Well, when I got to the last element, which I was most fearful of, even though I love the element water, I had a drowning experience when I was younger. And so I'm thinking, how am I going to be one with this, okay? Well, I went to the most dangerous beach that I knew people died when I lived on Kauai. Now, why would I do that? Like, that's crazy. But my intuition told me, go to this beach. And so and work on the fear. And work on the fear and yeah. trust. So I lay in the water, and of course, I'm trying to control it, and I'm not floating, and I'm sinking, and I'm starting to go into panic, right? And then I, I, I hear you know, to breathe, like we were talking earlier, to breathe and get centered. I began to hear the earth is supporting the water. You're supported. You're not going to go anywhere. The sun, the fire began to fill me up and it felt like a blessing. And then the gentle breezes of the wind were moving me in the water. And when I realized everything was all one with my spirit, I had no fear. And I wound up on the Gloria, we have a free gift that we want to be able to share with everybody. So if if you go on to my, uh, uh, and then I want you to share your gift on your page as well. But if you go on to bonniebonadeo.com and you click on the radio host tab and you go to free gifts, um, we have a a, a special download available. And I'm going to tell you, it's um, really, uh, really well done. Um, and it's a PDF. It's like a little mini book that you'll be able to download um, from Gloria here. And that's going to, what is it going to do? Okay, the one you showed me earlier? Yes. Yeah, the, the, and I, I had it posted up here. Yeah. But wait, let me find that it. That one's going to help people get clear on things. You were born to love. We were from my born book. to love. That's what was a free gift. Now tell us then how people can find you. Okay, so You Were Born to Love is actually the book I wrote, and that's an excerpt of some of the exercises that's on Bonnie's site, okay? Perfect. They can get in touch with me at email gloria at gloriacoppola.com. So that's pretty easy as long as you remember my name, right? Um, the other thing, I believe the one you have is all about creating you know, your desire and getting clear on it so that you can trust more deeply the process of things. Because even though it has a system, it's based on also trusting what's really coming through. So we're combining both sides of the brain. The other offer that I want to give everybody is um, another another PDF. Did you did you happen to put up the one on trust your intuition? No, I, d- I didn't yet because I didn't know if we could. But if if, okay. you're, if you're okay that I do that, I'm fine that you put that up. Okay. Or they can email me if they wanted. Either yeah. way, Gloria Coppola. Gloria at GloriaCoppola.com. Gloria at GloriaCoppola.com. And then, of course, you guys can find her on all the social media handles, Gloria Coppola. And I'll make sure that I put that information up on the Facebook Live as well. So, And what I want to offer to, you know, your listeners today, and I've never done this before, okay, at this, this price, um, is offer you four consultation sessions with me so that you can clear the doubt, get focused and clear to, to move, you know, in the direction that you're meant to move in life and really trust that for one hour sessions for $150. Like oh, that's, that's a bar. I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, do we email you? You could email me at Gloria, okay, Gloria, Gloria, yeah. you've been an amazing guest. Thank you. I'm going to post all of that on my Facebook page, Bonnie Bonadeo. So in case you didn't get it down, 
um, following this. Um, but thank you for being with us, uh, as always. I love these conversations that we can talk about the inside of our beauty, not just the outside of our beauty. And stay with us because next week I'm actually have I have Dr. S- uh, Singe on with me, and he is a headache expert. And he has a wellness center in California and Beverly Hills that has multiple type of wellness conversations that I know Gloria and I have all the time. Um, And I think that if you have headaches, it might be your intuition knocking because you're not listening. It's actually true. It's actually true. So be sure to join us next week. And thank you, Gloria, for joining us today. And I'll post uh, all that information on my Facebook page. Thank you. As always, everybody remember, be you in beauty. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.